0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفاه الصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفاء أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن
1: الرحيم وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون وقال النبي
0: صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاة عماد الدين من أقامها فقد أقام الدين ومن هدمها فقد هدم الدين أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most oh, suspected by my dear brothers and elders In one hadith of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم Abu Ayyub Ansari radiallahu ta'ala, who is the narrator of this Hadith Sharif, and he says, Once Rasulullah was on a journey somewhere, so while he was traveling, one Bedouin suddenly came and he grabbed hold of the reins of the camel. Now this is not something of etiquette, it's not something that is consistent with respect and that too we are talking about the personality of Sayyidina Rasulullah But being a Bedouin, being somebody who did not have this opportunity to learn etiquette, learn respect, because this was a general thing, people who lived in the completely isolated areas, rural areas, in the deserts, they had no opportunity to come, they would come once in a while, so they grew up in this kind of environment where these things were never learned. Now because they never had the opportunity to learn it, Nabi sallallahu alaihi treated them at their level, and they were excused from many things. Meaning, they were not taken immediately to task. A person just came for the first time, and he did something. So he was not immediately taken to task for it, he was taught. That's not the way. And some things were just overlooked. The Sahaba say that sometimes, we would go and find some Bedouin, and bring him along. To the Majlis of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the reason for this is that these people would not be too concerned about what they are meaning many of the things that we would be worried about. And they would freely ask what they wanted to ask. We would not take the chance to ask those type of things sometimes. They would freely ask. We would be very concerned, very, very uh, careful that we don't ask something in a manner that is wrong or some question that should not be posed, for example, which is not the right thing to ask. But these people would ask. But as a result, the Abiyah Sallallahu Alaihi would then answer, he would give a reply and due to that we all would benefit. This person asked the question, everybody would benefit. So a lot of things were overlooked from the people who had been living in the deserts, etc., the Bedouins, this person too came. And he did grab hold of the reins. But there's another dimension to this. While this is something that these people didn't have the opportunity... But despite the rank and position of Rasulullah sallallahu wa this was his complete humility. That he didn't take any offense at this. He didn't become upset. He didn't take any kind of exception to this. Now these are the lessons that we need to take deep down into our hearts. That many a times, Somebody says something, does something, which was not the ideal thing to have said, the ideal thing to do, how it should have been done. The person is somebody who is still learning. So we go to accommodate that. Yes, we will have to teach. It might be in our own house. It might be at our workplace. It might be some other place. But we have to accommodate these things. We have to learn how to take everybody along. That is a leader. A leader is not somebody who commands. A leader is who takes everybody along. He is leading and taking everybody along. And in order to take everybody along, he won't break links. He will join links. So he won't be abusive, abrupt, harsh. And the smallest thing that happens, he comes down like a ton of bricks, as they say. And very, very abrupt and harsh all the time. Sometimes Allah forbid getting vulgar. This is something unbecoming of any mu'min and let alone any other person. We who Allah Ta'ala has blessed with some tawfiq of some understanding of deen. Those who are mashallah conscious of salah, performing the salah, maybe making tilawat of the Quran sharif. But yet when it comes to these kind of situations, then the manner in which we conduct ourselves. So this is something that we need to learn, something that we need to be conscious of. So here again in this situation is a lesson for us. That this Bedouin comes and he grabs hold of the reins of the camel. And then he asks a question. The question that he asked, now he grabbed hold of the reins, so he stopped the camel in its tracks now, it can't move. But Rasulullah sallallahu didn't say anything. Now this person asked a question. The question he asked was, أَخْبِرْنِي بِمَا يقربني إلى الجنة عن النار. Now This is a question he asked. And Rasulullah sallallahu he hears this question. So he stops. So maybe that animal was still in some movement. He completely stops it. He stops and having completely stopped, he looks around at the Sahaba that are around him to see is everybody paying attention. And then Nabi Sallallahu says, This person has been divinely inspired. Such a question he's asked. Such a, such a comprehensive question. And such a question which is truly something to ask about. And what was his question? His question was... In one line, he asked everything. He asked the essence of everything. He asked, please tell me what will take me closer to Jannah and distance me from Jahannam. Now to us this is a question... But Rasulullah was impressed. So, we would be impressed by maybe our child came and he said, but you know, Abba, how can we make sand into gold? Might everybody in the house and the whole family and the extended family may all get a call. This is a genius in the making. <laughs> can you imagine the question he asked? This is somebody who will become something. And we'll be truly amazed That whether it happens or not is not the issue. But this child is actually thinking from now how to try and make sand into gold. (laughs) This is really something out of this world and we will be more than... We will be out of this world also. But that is what will amaze us. That is what will impress us. That if our child came to ask us something about how to progress in dunya, not that within the limits of shariat and deen to acquire whatever is necessary in terms of a person's to earn his rizq, etc. Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden that. But together with whatever is permissible of that, that is not something to be impressed about. That is within the limits of Shariat and Deen, something that is permissible is permissible. Alhamdulillah, no problem. So if somebody has progressed in that, and he's using it in the correct way, he's using it to earn his own risk, he's using it to serve the creation of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, Allah will reward him for his niyat. If he's doing it with the niyat of service to mankind, mashallah, he'll get rewarded for it also. But with all that, that is not something to be really impressed about. What is to be impressed about is what Rasulullah got impressed. He got impressed with the thinking of this person. That this person is thinking correctly. That he's a better one. He's coming from this kind of background. But yet look at MashaAllah. What, what a mind he's got how clearly he's thinking أَخْبِرْنِي بِمَا يُقَرِّبُنِي إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ ويباعدني عن النار. because this is the essence of it all Quran Sharif Allah says that the one who is distanced from the fire of Jahannam and the one who has been entered into Jannah he is the one who is truly successful otherwise Otherwise, whatever a person went with from here, in terms of, obviously, he's going to go with nothing, in terms of the worldly things, he'll leave everything behind. But no matter whatever he did here while on earth, Allah forbid, if this didn't happen, that he was distanced from Jahannam and entered into Jannad, then all this was a complete waste. So That is of the, and what is the reality of life? Would he see tomorrow? Would we see tomorrow? We have no idea. So the priority is to recognize Allah Ta'ala to be getting closer to Jannat, to distance ourselves from Jahannam. So if our eyes close now, then with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala we'll be successful. Then everything else is after this. This is the first thing to worry about. Then everything else in its place, within the limits of Shariat and Deen, everything in its place. But after this, this is the most important thing. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam first looked at the Sahaba and he then praises this question. that This person has been divinely inspired. And then maybe everybody didn't hear. Perhaps somewhere now all are traveling. So somebody was behind, somebody maybe have already gone ahead. Nabi Now everybody would have probably gathered around again. What's going on here? Something is being discussed. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam again asked him, كَيْفَ قُلْتَ؟ What did you say? He already heard it. He already praised the question. He already gave this person that acknowledgement. But he is making him repeat the question. What did you say? So This person repeated the question. So the reason for making him repeat it so everybody would take note again. This is worth asking. And the answer to this is worth taking to heart. Now this was a very comprehensive question. But who could have been more comprehensive in his speech than Rasulullah sallallahu If somebody else was asked this kind of question, he might have to give a very, very lengthy explanation. But Rasulullah sallallahu filled the whole ocean into less than a teacup. He filled it into a few lines and a few words and gave the full prescription. Now this is, he's asked everything here. There's nothing left. Because this is it. So, so, Rasulullah gave that prescription. You want to get closer to Jannat, you want to become distance from Jahannam, then this is a prescription. So, what is the prescription? So, Rasulullah says to him, تَعْبُدُ This is the first thing. This is the most important thing in any person's life. That, his iman be right. That his iman be correct. That his aqaid be in order. Otherwise Allah forbid if that tawhid is not completely pure and not adulterated with any shirk if it it got adulterated with some shirk Allah forbid then that's gone. Then sometimes a person might be doing many things outwardly but it will be of no way no help to him. It will all be in vain. The tawheed has to be perfect. All his aqaid have to be in order. This is the most important thing in a person's life. So ta'budullah, la tushriku bihi encompasses all this. That you worship Allah Ta'ala alone. So in other words, you believe in Allah Ta'ala as being your creator, your sustainer. Allah is unique in his being, in his attributes. And all the things that pertain to this. And be completely pure and clean from shirk. Shirk of any level. One is that level of shirk which takes a person out of the pale of Islam. He starts believing that somebody besides Allah can give him shifa. Somebody besides Allah can bless him with children. Somebody besides Allah can control the things of this universe. All this is complete shirk. And like this many many other things. And sometimes it might not be of this level. But that too has been described as a kind of shirk. In one hadith sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to the Sahaba Ikram. The thing I fear most on you is the silent shirk, the smaller shirk. What is the smaller shirk? Riyah, doing things in order to show, to gain the recognition of people, to gain some kind of name and fame, to gain some kind of acknowledgement from society. Now, many, many things sometimes are done, but it's done, Allah forbid, just for this kind of situation. Person, if we really look in deep down in our hearts, how many times we are doing things. But that intention is not clean and clear. That intention is adul- adulterated somewhere. Person is hosting one, for example, wedding, some walima. So now he's going about it in a certain way. Why is going about it in that way? How much of it is in order to impress people? To gain just some kind of recognition, mashallah, see how this person did it. Now is that not a kind of shirk? So, this too is a type of shirk. shirk inna yasir riya is shirkun. Nabi islam says even a slight amount of riya is shirk. So, shirku Every type of shirk. And there's another kind of shirk also mentioned in the Quran Sharif. One is Allah forbid somebody is worshipping some cow, somebody is worshipping some idol. That is completely gone, obviously. But sometimes, People who worship Allah Ta'ala alone, Allah Ta'ala says, <laughs> but Have you seen that person who made his desires his deity? No. Now one is somebody makes a desire deity and goes straight out of Iman also. And sometimes a person hasn't gone out of Iman, but he is transgressing the laws of Allah Ta'ala. Why? Because of his desires. Whatever desire comes, he wants to do. Last night we discussed sabr. This is what the sabr is all about. Our concept of sabr is that out of desperation now, somebody said something, did something, but now I got no choice. I got to keep quiet. Because now if I don't keep quiet, I'm going to be in trouble here. So now I must make sabr. So it's a kind of just helplessness. No, sabr is that when a person is able to do things, but for the pleasure of Allah ta'ala. They are making sabr for the pleasure of Allah ta'ala. That whatever it is, but I'm keeping control, not saying things out of turn, not doing things just emotionally, not just want to vent my feelings and emotions all the time, doing it for Allah Ta'ala, controlling myself. This is what we are required to do. So, this now desire, whatever comes, but the desire, desires will come, but the person is controlling those desires, this is sabr. This controlling of those desires is sabr. That he is able to give vent to those desires, to chase after it, to commit that haram. But he says, No, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to restrain myself. This is sabr. Now, the person who goes headlong into those desires, Allah Ta'ala says, Have you seen that person who made his desires his deity? Whatever desire comes, he just wants to do it. So, all this, the worship for Allah Ta'ala alone, this actually encompasses all of deen. So in any case, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him, Ta'budullah, la tushriku bihi shay'a. Now this is already, everything is in here, but there are certain highlights, certain very, very important aspects, which if a person brings these things, then this too becomes a means of the whole deen coming alive in him. So the first thing thereafter, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to him, وَتُقِيمُ salat. وَتُقِيمُ salat, And you establish salah. This is something the Quran Sharif repeats hundreds of times. We hear it a few times, we feel I heard it yesterday. Heard it last week, and maybe if you heard it last year or so we feel, but last year this already was spoken about. Again now this year we're going to hear the same thing. The Quran Sharif speaks about it hundreds of times. Because this is... After Iman, the most important fundamental, most important pillar of Islam, Iqamat-e-Salah. Let us take stock of ourselves. What is our condition in terms of our Salah? MashaAllah, the month of Ramadan, you see the Masajid full, Fajr time also, MashaAllah. Masjid is much more occupied than other times. But then the day of Eid comes, so it seems like as if Deen went away. As if namaz now became maaf. As some people sometimes say that, no, when you're on safar, when you're traveling, namaz is half. And some believe on the weekends, fajr is maaf. So there's no such thing as fajr maaf. This is every day of our life. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is in the last moments of life in dunya. And he is so ill that he is in a state of unconsciousness. Then he regains consciousness. Now when he regains consciousness, because he had fallen unconscious, so he takes a ghusl, a bath. And the first thing is, he's asking, when he regains consciousness, that has the salah been performed? It was Isha salah. Has the salah been performed? Say no, they are waiting for you. The Salah takes a bath, but that exhaustion was too much. That effort now, because of this weakness, that, that also became now too, and he fell unconscious again. Again he regains consciousness, the first question has the salah been performed? And Nabi Islam wants to make it for salah with Jama'ah. Again, he takes a ghusl. Again, that exhaustion is too much. And again, he falls unconscious. And then, for the third time, when this happens, then Nabi Islam says, Muru Aba Bakrin fal yusalli bin nas. That now, command Abu Bakr, give him the instruction that I have said he must now lead the salah. And Nabi Islam then performs his salah in his room. And the parting words to the Ummad, the parting words, the Wasiyat, if somebody's father, somebody's mother, somebody's grandfather, whoever, Allah Ta'ala, fill the covers of all those who have passed away, fill it with Noor, Allah Ta'ala, elevate their stages, Allah Ta'ala, make their complete Bakhirat, somebody left with some Wasiyat, as they were in their last stages, they said some, gave some words of advice, or they had written down some Wasiyat then this is something that is very deeply treasured. My father's parting words, my grandfather's parting words, my mother's wasiyat. MashaAllah, we give it due importance and obviously if it is something, provided it is correct, it is something that was not out of line, then it is something to be treasured. But have we treasured the wasiyat of Rasulullah His parting words, as-salāh وَمَا مَلَكَتْ اَيْمَانُكُمْ As-salāh وَمَا مَلَكَتْ اَيْمَانُكُمْ Be very careful and conscious about your salah and about your treatment of your slaves and servants. Can you imagine the two things that are being mentioned? Salah, this is the height of حقوق, ال... حقوق الله, the rights of Allah Ta'ala. So be very conscious about your salah. A person who is conscious about his salah Inshallah, I'll be conscious about about the rest of deen, in terms of Hukukullah. And in those times they were slaves. The servant is much less than a slave, meaning rather of a higher status than a slave. The slave was complete, completely owned by a person. He was property. There's a car blocking. ND340315 Hyundai. So, this is the parting words of Rasulullah. In those days, slave slave was, it was, the person was owned, he was property. Nabi is saying, be conscious of how you treat the slaves. This is now hukukul ibad, the person who had the least rights. But be worried and concerned about how you treat him, because you'll be questioned on the day of Qiyamat. See, so if a person is conscious of even his own slave, he'll be conscious of hukukul ibad in every other matter as well. So this was the wasiyat of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, So here, on this occasion, the Sahabi is asking this question: "That tell me what will bring me closer to Jannah, which will distance me from Jahannam?" So Rasulullah says to him. You worship Allah Ta'ala alone. Don't ascribe any partners to Allah. Ta'ala. And then iqamat salah. This is something to resolve now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. To resolve now. Inshallah, if you are doing it, we'll do it better. And if it's not happening completely for some reason, somebody is making some Salah with jama and some not with Jamaah, Allah forbid if something is getting qaza, which should never ever be the case. And this is the time to make this firm resolution, to sincerely repent in our hearts now, for whatever lapses have taken place, whatever laziness had overcome us and we missed some salah with jama'ah, and beyond that Allah forbid, if some be, salah became qaza, to make tawbah ya Allah, this will never happen again, deeply regret it, and to resolve inshallah, unless there's a valid shari'i reason. If there's some reason with Sharia, they regard is, as, as regard is valid. Apart from that, you will never miss any Salah jamaa. Jama'ah. Any Salah jamaa Jama'ah, and will try to perform every Salah with Takbirahullah. And especially the Fajr Salah. A person who is very conscious, and very very careful about performing his Fajr Salah of Jama'ah, inshallah, the rest of the day will go likewise. Inshallah. This is the start of the day. The person who's got the beginning of the day right, then inshallah there is great hope that the rest of the day will go right. But if the day started off on the wrong note, the person missed his Fajr Salah, or missed it with Jama'ah, now that is going to affect the whole day. So this is the first resolution to make that on this Mubarak night, Allah Ta'ala knows, we have no idea whether this could even be Laylatul Qadr, it is one of the odd nights. It is only in the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, we have no idea it could very well be so if it is, inshallah, on this Mubarak night, with the barakat of this night, this resolution we will make, Allah Ta'ala will make it a means of giving us the tawfiq that we perform every salah with jama'ah and we try to make it with takbir e also, and make an effort to learn all the sunnats of salah, perform that salah very well, so that it can be presented in the court of Allah well. In our day-to-day things, we want to present something to somebody, how we go about it. Somebody wants to give one small gift and hadiyah, that too is wrapped. And on top of the wrapping, then they'll put one ribbon on top, on top of that. And somebody will stick one rose into it. Whereas what is, what is the object is inside. All this will get torn and thrown out. But, see, the presentation counts. The presentation counts. Now we want to present our salat. to Allah, we want to present it haphazardly without any care. If a person presents a gift, but he presents it in a dirty wrapping, and torn, tattered, but inside is, mashallah, a very valuable thing, but in a very terrible wrapping. Anybody will feel offended, feel insulted. We have to present this, and the sunnats, and the adab, and the mustahabbat, this is all that wrapping, and that adornment, and it's more than that. It's part of the ingredients itself. So in any case, this is something that we need to pay a lot of attention to. This iqamat salah, and make this firm resolution, and make this pledge with Allah Taala that inshallah from this day, every salah of ours will be with jamaa in the masjid, unless we are far away out somewhere, and we will try to make it with takbir ulah as well, unless there is some reason which Sharia regards as valid, and that too is something we should check our hearts. Does this really qualify? Or is it just I'm making some excuse for myself? So in any case, this was the thing Nabi Sallallahu said to him, tuqeemu salah. Then he said to him, wa tu'uti zakat. And you discharge the zakat. Salah, together with salah, all the other ibadat that is performed physically, this comes under it. Because this is the peak of it. Salah is the greatest ibadat. So automatically everything else will come in place. Zakat is at the peak of the monetary ibadat. So now a person who is conscious about his zakat and he is wholeheartedly fulfilling this command of Allah ta'ala. He is not regarding it as some kind of burden. He is happy to fulfill it. My Allah has made it possible for me to be also part of this great ibadat.
1: It's
0: a great gift from Allah ta'ala. So he is discharging that zakat. Not in a haphazard manner, just taking something and giving it away, making sure he's correctly calculated what is his zakat liability. Otherwise, in that haphazard, just giving something, he might short pay. That is a major problem then, that he hasn't fulfilled this fundamental of deen, his zakat. So, toot is zakat, discharging that zakat, feeling happy about doing it. So if a person is conscious about his zakat and he's very, very conscious about it, doing it well, inshallah the other monetary responsibilities of somebody in his family who might be deserving, in need, it might be his own parents sometimes, it might be some other fam- these are responsibilities to the extent of a person's capacity. Oh, no. To the extent of his capacity, he has to take charge of this. He has to share in it. So inshallah he'll be more conscious of that as well. And then Nabi Bismillah says to him, "Whatasilu rahim." Now we are talking about again, without forgetting what the question was. And such a question, which Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam drew the attention of the Sahaba to it. Look, this is a kind of question to ask. The Bismillah showed how impressed he was. That Mashallah, what a question this person asked. أخبرني What will take me closer to Jannah? What will distance me from Jahannam? Now, this is the answer that's coming to this question. So, to bear this in mind, that what is the question and this is the answer now? That establish Salah, pay the zakat, and then what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, وَتَسِلُوا Rahim. And you maintain family ties. Now, for us, where is the link? Where's Salah and Zakat? Polis of Islam. So we may not see the link, but Nabi Islam is seeing the link. And he is saying this in answer to this question. That the person wants to get to Jannah. He wants to be far away from Jahannam. So the prescription Nabi Islam is giving, that worship Allah alone, no shirk, establish your salah, discharge your zakat, or tassilur rahim. And maintain family ties, join family ties. Now to us, this is one of those things, fine, it happens, it happens, it doesn't happen, no big deal, we'll carry on with our life. But this is not how deen has been presented to us. That we are for ourselves, and somebody else wants to be part of us, well and good, otherwise he can carry on his way, we'll carry on our way. No, we have been taught... To be joining these ties. And it is really amazing that what great virtues have been mentioned in the ahadith for this maintaining and joining of family ties. Imam Bukhari, one kitab of his, Al Adab al Mufrad, the whole, the beginning section, the numerous ahadis, it runs into pages. And all is centered around this branch of deen in terms of maintaining family ties. And the rights of parents, etc. This muasharat, but a very big portion now. Right at the beginning, this is a co- quite a voluminous compilation of hadith. One is, mashallah, the very, very famous compilation of Bukhari, Rahmatullahi, Bukhari Sharif. But apart from that, there are other compilations of his. That's why sometimes this confusion we mustn't fall into where somebody, they confuse us with this kind of thing, that somebody says something, he says, but where's the Hadith Sharif? Is it in Bukhari Sharif? No, it's not in Bukhari Sharif, so then it's not acceptable. So if it's not in Bukhari Sharif, so Imam Bukhari, compiled Adabul mufrad so he was wasting his time. He compiled this Hadith Sharif Kitab, so was this, he was committing some guna. So what he compiled this Hadith Kitab for? This two is a compilation of hadith. So in any case, that is a misconception. Imam Bukhari rahmatullahi Imam Muslim rahmatullahi never made any such claim that sahih hadith is confined to our kitab. What they simply said is, we selected sahih hadith and put it here. But every sahih hadith is here, they didn't claim that. The number of sahih hadith that is not in there could exceed what is already there. It's found in other books of hadith, and they themselves compiled other books of hadith also. So, in any case, in this book, it's a voluminous book, but the first section is filled with these ahadiths. Can you imagine a person of that caliber, that ranking, that mind, that understanding, and now he's compiling a book of hadith, and he decides to commence it with this discussion, selecting the ahadiths on this topic? It tells us a lot. That a person of that expertise, that insight into the Qur'an and Sunnah, person of that knowledge, and now he's compiling a thick book of hadith, and he decides to select those ahadiths on the topic of family ties. Now, he's got ahadiths about Salah in there, he's got ahadiths about Taharat, he's got ahadiths about Akhlaq, he's got ahadiths about all the branches of deen. But he starts off this book with the discussion of family ties. Right at the beginning, towards the beginning. Says a lot. And in this hadith sharif, together with giving the prescription, in terms, in, in this prescription of getting to Jannah, establish salah, discharge zakah, Nabi Islam says, or Rahim. In one hadith it is mentioned that that community wherein there is qati'u Rahimin, Somebody who has severed family ties, that community is deprived of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. In one hadith sharif, the Nabi wasallam says that when two people have had an issue where they've now severed ties, so when these occasions come, Laylatul Qadr we have no idea whether this is the night, it very well could be it could still be coming, we should treat it as if it is Laylatul Qadr and we should treat every odd night as if it is, then Inshallah Wherever it was, we will receive it. So, among the people that are deprived of the mercies of this night, if it is Laylatul Qadr tonight, or if it's still coming, the night of Qadr, what a great night. Nabi Wasallam says, "Man The person who has been deprived of the good of this night, and the barakat and blessings of this night, then he is truly deprived of every good. Among the people that are deprived is the person who sever[s] family ties. Can we imagine? Allah Allah. What rahmat of Allah ta'ala descends on this night? The angels keep descending with this greeting of salam to all the servants of Allah ta'ala who are engaged in some ibadat and remembering Allah ta'ala. Somebody might be very well engaged in ibadat. But he's deprived himself due to having severed family ties. No. On a Thursday night, many people are forgiven. But Allah Ta'ala says to the angels, these two people, they have cut ties, leave their matter suspended. No. Leave them suspended, till they sort their matter out. No. Unfortunately, these are things, sometimes, mashallah, we are engaged in many good things and very good. The more the better. Somebody is, mashallah, very conscious about his Salah, his tilawat of the Quran Sharif, involved in many good works of Deen, and many things we do, but these are things sometimes we neglect, as a result of which, despite all that good, we deprive ourselves from such great things. So This is something to take note of. There are so many Ahadiths, the summary of some of those Ahadiths, time is already running out, that the person who maintains family ties, Nabi Islam says the one who wants barakah in his life barakah in his rizq The prescription for barakah In one's life When there's barakah, barakah is what makes everything worthwhile Barakah is what brings the good out of things Otherwise the same thing Can become musibat The same thing can become a calamity If there's no barakah in it So a person wants Barakat in his life barakah in his rizq yasil Then he must join family ties. And more often than not, it is just some ego, sometimes some pride. This comes in between. But if we just humble ourselves, we just make that call, we just send off that message, whatever it is, let us now bury the hatchet, and let us move on. Please forgive me. If we genuinely believe also, I wasn't wrong. Fine, I wasn't wrong. But one is if there's something to claim, there is some kind of monetary issue, whatever, fine. A person is fully entitled to claim it. He may claim it in a proper manner, in the correct manner and procedure. But if there's nothing to claim out of it, then these are things we should be moving past. We should be clearing our hearts out of these things, burning the hatchet and moving on. And the one who humbles himself for Allah, ta'ala, man tawada'a lillah, one who humbles himself for allah taala allah taala elevates him ma naqasat sadaqatan min malin nabi sallallahu says, wasallam has never de- decreased anybody's wealth hmm. a person might outwardly see that now something has decreased ma naqasat min malin sadaqa has never decreased anybody's wealth wa ma allahu bi afwin that a person who forgives Outwardly now, he sort of said, okay, let it be, he's now down. It's like he gave in. But Nabi Salaam says, a person who forgives, Allah Ta'ala increases his izzat. Allah Ta'ala blesses him with honor. وَمَا تَوَادَعَ أَحَدٌ لِلَّهِ إِلَّا رَفَعَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ And a person who has humbled himself, not for dunya, not for anybody to speak anything. For Allah Ta'ala, وَمَا تَوَادَعَ أَحَدٌ لِلَّهِ He's humbled himself for Allah Ta'ala alone. Illa rafa'ahullahu Azza wa Allah Ta'ala will elevate him. The dunya might see this person now very humbly coming and asking for ma'af and asking for forgiveness and say, yeah, well, this person now, he always likes to be used like a doormat and everybody must keep walking over him and people will make all kinds of comments also sometimes. Whenever a person wants to do something good, there'll be somebody or the other that will come from some corner to discourage it. But a person who is doing it for Allah ta'ala won't be discouraged. He'll do it for Allah ta'ala alone. So, ma illa Allah Azza Allah ta'ala will elevate him. So, this is the thing to do this night. That if there is something of this nature, one is to make tawbah in terms of what was discussed. If our salah was not in order to make tawbah and now make the program of how we're going to make amends, that qaza we have to make, and to stick to that resolution. Every salah with jama'a. With Taqbir and without any shari' valid reason, we will not omit this. Whether it's fajr salah, whether it's isha salah, whether it's summer, whether it's winter, we will inshallah keep up to this. Inshallah, we all will try to do this. And together with that, our zakat, we try to make sure everything is in order. And then this very important aspect of deen, tasilul rahim, maintaining family ties, to us is just one aspect, but the emphasis that Rasulullah is giving, that is what we have to see. And this is something emphasized in the Quran Sharif. That shows us how important this is. May Allah wa Ta'ala give us a topic that we bring all these things into our life. We bring the true ikhlas into our amal and clean ourselves of all riyah. That ibadat is completely purely for Allah Ta'ala alone. And together with that our salah, establishing salah in our lives, all the monetary ibadat, zakat and whatever other monetary ibadat and this very important branch of deen in terms of Maintaining and joining family ties, Billah Tala give us a tawfiq wa akhir da alhamdulillahi rabbil It is reported in Hadith Sharif the person who recites La ilaha illallah 100 times daily. Allah Taala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakah of this daily recitation, Allah will give him the tawfiq of doing righteous actions and this will become the means of him inshallah staying safe from all sin and inshallah in this May he'll get this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. Therefore this is something to do daily. Here we are doing it jointly together as a form of encouragement. But this is something in our space and time daily to make a program of this and fit this into our daily schedule, that the day shouldn't commence, without us have, having first completed, the zikr of la ilaha illallah a hundred times. Then saying la ilaha, to bring to mind at that time, that all the ghayrullah, all the things that are in our hearts, which is displeasing to Allah, Taala, all the negative things, the ego, the love of dunya, and the illicit things, whatever other evil and filth is in our hearts, we've taken all this and thrown it out. And illallah, is Zmoor that is settling in the heart, descending into the heart, which is brightening it and lightening it up. This is the love of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. Beside the yeah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah. صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلمنا ايما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم
1: جزا الله Muhammadan نبينا محمد الله عليه وسلم بما لا إله الله لا إله الله لا الله La ilaha illallah Inna Allah <laughs> la ilaha la inna la ilaha illa Allah la ilaha la Inna Allah la ilaha illa la ilaha la ilaha la لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ علیہ وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک
0: میدانے तू ही तू आए नजर देखो जिदर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबोगल दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल नफ़सों दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबा मेरे माला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یارب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو
1: آخر غرد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا Inna Allāh, la ilaha Inna Allāh, Inna Allah, Muhammad, Rasulullah, sallallahu taala wa taala wa Recite like
0: Allah. The times to imagine at the time that just as we have a tongue that is reciting Allah, there's a tongue of the heart as well. The heart is also reciting Allah. Everything around us is reciting Allah, and the heart is being illuminated with this nur, which is the love of Allah Taala.
1: الله الله جل جلاله عم وانه الله 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 Allah 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 and Allah 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثنا عليك أن كما أثنيت على نفسك اللهم لك الحمد حمدًا دائمًا مع دوامك ولك الحمد حمدًا خالدًا مع خلودك ولك الحمد حمدًا لا مندها له دون مشيتك ولك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم لك الحمد كما تحب وترضا عدد ما تحب وترضا اللهم لك الحمد من السماوات ومن الأرض ومن الأما بينهما ومن الأما شئت من شيء بعد سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه ورضا نفسه وزنة عرشه ومداد كلماته الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا ظلمنا أنفسنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرتها ولا هم من إلا فرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا و هبلنا باللدنك رحمة انك انت الوهاب ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا و هبلنا باللدنك رحمة انك انت الوهاب ربنا انك جامع الناس اليوم اللا ريب فيه ان الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اللهم الف بين قلوبنا اللهم الف بين قلوبنا اللهم الف بين قلوبنا واصلح ذات بيننا وهدنا صب السلام ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وبعبط وبارك لنا في أسماعنا وأزواجنا وقلوبنا وذرياتنا وطبعنا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وجعلنا شاكرين لنعمتك مسلمين بها قابلينها وأتمها علينا اللهم صل على الله وحش مزيف وحش غريش الله Ya Allah, we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah, in your house we have gathered, Ya Allah, we have raised our hands to you, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we are begging for forgiveness, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we acknowledge all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah, there is nothing hidden from you, Ya Allah, our day is in front of you, Ya Allah, our night is in front of you, Ya Allah, our moments in public are in front of you, Ya Allah, when we thought we were completely alone, that is in front of you, Ya Allah, our hearts and minds are open in front of you, Ya Allah. You are that being, Ya Allah al-a'yudi wa ma tukhfi sudur You know the deception of the eyes. You know what the hearts conceal, Ya Allah. You know the thoughts that we have been entertaining in our minds, Ya Allah. You know what we have been planning and scheming, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there's nothing we can hide from You, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge every single thing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but You are most merciful, Ya Allah. You are arhamul rahimid, Ya Allah. You are akramul akramid, Ya Allah. يا راحب المساكين يا الله we have full hope in your mercy, Allah. We don't deserve anything, but we have full hope in your mercy, Allah. Allah, forgive us, 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 Allah. Allah, forgive us completely, Allah. Allah, make us like the day we were born, Allah. Completely free of every sin, Allah. Allah, we are making Toba from all our minor sins, Allah. We are making Toba from all the major sins, Allah. Allah, we deeply regret what we have done, Allah. Allah, despite all your network and bounties showering upon us, Ya Allah. You are so shameless, Ya Allah. You're so blatantly sinning, Ya Allah. We lost all shame, ya Allah. We forgot that you were watching, ya Allah. We regret the shamelessness, ya Allah. We regret the sins we have committed, ya Allah. We are firmly resolving not to go back to it, ya Allah. We have given it up, ya Allah. You accept this toba, ya Allah. Accept this toba, ya Allah. accept this toba, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamatun this toba, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamatum this toba, ya Allah. After Ramadan, ya Allah. Ya Allah, once again, nafs and shaitan will be attacking us, ya Allah. Only with your protection can we be saved, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, ya Allah. Forgive our families, ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, Showa your makhfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the ummah is suffering the oppression of your enemies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you hold back their hands, Ya Allah. You remove their oppression, Ya yeah Allah. Grant them Hidayat as well, Ya yeah Allah. Ya yeah Allah, if Hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya yeah Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya yeah Allah. Ya yeah Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are suffering, remove their pain and hardship, Ya yeah Allah. Yeah Allah, those who are without food, give them food to eat, Ya yeah Allah. Yeah Allah, those who are without shelters, give them shelters, Ya yeah Allah. Those who are without clothing, give them clothing, Ya yeah Allah. Yeah Allah, those who are suffering any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya yeah Allah. Grant barkat in each one's wrist, Ya yeah Allah. Grant protection and hifazat to each one. Ya Allah, remove the oppression from each one, Ya Allah. Grant afiat to each one, Ya Allah. We acknowledge all this is due to our sins, Ya Allah. forgive us and forgive the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Give us and the entire Ummah the tawfiq of those Amal that bring down your Rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire Ummah from those things that bring down azab Ya Allah. Give us correct understanding, Ya Allah. Enlighten our hearts and minds, Ya Allah. Enable us to see wrong as wrong, Ya Allah. And able to sustain everything with your love. Enable us to see what is good as good, Ya Allah. Enable us to do it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, due to our sins, Ya Allah, we cannot even think straight, ya Allah. ya Allah. what is right, we see it as wrong, Ya Allah. What is wrong, we look at it as good, now. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Give us the correct understanding, Ya Allah. Enable us to see correctly, Ya Allah. Enable us to understand correctly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us all oh, the things that are gonna harm our deen and dunya, Ya Allah. Yallah, you grant us the best of dunya and Akhirat, Ya Allah. you grant us burkat in our lives, Ya Grant us burkat in our risk, Ya Allah. grant us burkat in, in our children, Ya Allah. You grant us burkat in our families, Ya Allah. Grant Birkat in our homes, Ya Allah. Grant Birkat in our businesses and jobs and shops, Ya Allah. Grant Birkat in our work, Ya Allah. Grant Barakat in our time, Ya Allah. Grant Barakat in our every aspect of life, Ya Allah. Allah, make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Allah, for too long we have been following nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. For too long we have become the slaves of our desires, Ya Allah. Make us your slaves, ya Allah, make us your slaves, Ya Allah. Allah, make us your slaves, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Make us the loyal Ummatis of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Allah. Undertook so much of pain and sacrifice for us, Ya Allah. So much of hardship he underwent, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, his Mubarak deed were shaheed for us, Ya Allah. <coughs> ya Allah, he saw his family members being persecuted, Ya Allah. He saw his sahaba being martyred, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how much of pain he underwent, Ya Allah. And today we have turned our backs on his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. We have trembled in the Allah we have embraced the ways of his enemies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive this major crime of ours, Ya Allah. Give us the correct understanding, Ya Allah. Put the love of his Mubarak Sunnah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Enable us to embrace his Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, on that account, Ya Allah, on the day of Qiyamah, give us that opportunity that he will embrace us, Ya Allah. Allah <inaudible> al how will we face him on the day of Qiyamah? If we've embraced the ways of his enemies in this dunya, Ya Allah. And on that day, we'll be expecting the Mubarak water of course, from his hand, Ya Allah. Allah <inaudible> al save us from that humiliation. On that day, that He, Jesus, is the way, Ya Allah. Then what is going to be left of our destruction, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, you grant us the topic of making amal on the sunnah of Rasulullah, Ya Allah, you save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'a Ya Allah. Enable us to perform every salah with Takbir ulay, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in your house we have pledged, Ya Allah, that we will make every effort to perform every salah with jama'a Ya Allah, and with Takbir ulay, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, ya Allah you grant us the tawfiq of this ya Allah ya Allah you grant us the importance of salah in our lives ya Allah ilahul alamin make this the greatest priority of our day ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah enable us to perform ya Allah the salah in a way that you are pleased with it ya Allah ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of tilawat of the Quran daily, ya Allah ilahul alamin enable us to make zikr and dua daily ya Allah ilahul alamin grant us the beautiful akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah give us the beautiful muasharat and social life of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Enable us to live in our homes in the way that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught. Ya Allah, with that compassion, with that kindness, with that love and affection. Ilahul Aalamin, Ya Allah, make our tongues sweet. Ya Allah. Ilahul <speaking> bin, <Hebrew> save us from those harsh words. Ya Allah, save us from those vulgar languages. Ya Allah. Ilahul <speaking> Aalamin, <Hebrew> purify our tongues from all the evil and obscenities. Ya Allah. Ilahul <speaking> Aalamin, <Hebrew> fill our tongues with that which is mubarak. Ya Allah. Full of our tongues with that which Ya Allah brings happiness and unity, Ya Allah. Save us from saying th- things that bring hurt and pain and destruction, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those are secret them mshifaa kamila, ajila, mustamirra daima. Ya Allah, gr- remove every ail- ailment of this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us cure from all of our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from all of our. Physical ailments, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Ya Allah all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with Afiat, ya, ya Allah. Those who are in financial problems, remove it with Afiat, Ya Allah. Those who are in debts, Ya Allah, make the easy payment of their debts possible, Ya Allah. With Afiat, remove each one's debts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us barkat in our risk, Ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib rizq ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram, ya Allah. Illahul alamin, <inaudible> ya Allah. Allah more than everything, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we need you, ya Allah. We need your love, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us yours, ya Allah. You become ours, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have you, we have everything, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we don't have you, we have Dasi, ya Allah. Ya Allah we have no idea when Malakul Boat is going to snatch us away from you, ya Allah. We have no idea when we're going to be laid in our cover, ya Allah. Before that time, enable us to prepare for the death, ya Allah. Before that time, enable us to sort all our affairs out, ya Allah. Before that time, enable us to fulfill all the hukuku'lllah, ya Allah. Before that time, enable us to fulfill all the hukukul ibad. ya Allah. Ya Allah, before that time, enable us to join all the family ties, ya Allah. Arabic trace. ya Allah. Allah at the time of our death take us with the kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Allah take us on iman-e-kamil Ya Allah take us on tawbat el nasur Ya Allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you Ya Allah Allah make that the most happiest moment of our life Ya Allah make our covers gardens of Jannah for us Ya Allah grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah enable us to cross the poor with the speed of lightning Ya Allah give us Jannah for those without any reckoning Ya Allah Ya Allah Ya Allah this Mubarak month whatever duas we made Ya Allah out of your grace accept it Ya Allah it is so feeble and broken Ya Allah out of your grace accept it Ya Allah accept all the fast Ya Allah accept the tarawih salah Ya Allah accept the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif Ya Allah accept all the ibadah that was done Ya Allah except all the work of deen that has taken place, Ya Allah, <inaudible> enable us to treasure the rest of the time that is still available, Ya Allah, enable us to use every moment correctly, Ya Allah, <inaudible> save us from wasting the time of this Mubarak month, Ya Allah, <inaudible> grant us a tawfiq of staying steadfast on the Toba we have made, Ya Allah, ilahul alamin ya allah from all the sins that we are conscious of ya yeah, allah whatever we are not even conscious of ya yeah, allah we are making toba from every sin ya yeah, allah give us a true realization ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant us a tawfiq ya yeah, allah of doing all that pleases you ya yeah, allah Save us from everything that displeases you Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, unite the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the Ummah, Ya Allah. La Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have made Hasan upon us. Ya Allah, give them the best you in Dunya and Akhirat Ya Allah. You remove every difficulty from their path, Ya Allah all those have made is that the the of us in this mubarak time ya allah you reward each one ya allah ya allah you reward each one with the best of dunya and akhirati allah you grant barkat in each one's life health wealth ya allah ya allah give each one the best of dunya and akhirati allah alamin all those who ask us to make dua for them those who have raised their hands to this dua ya allah ya allah you are the know of each one's heart ya allah you know each one's cry ya allah you are the know of each one's needs ya allah and only you can fulfill the needs, Ya Allah. There is nobody else, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is only you we can turn to, Ya Allah. Illahul alamin, you fulfill each one's needs from the ghaib, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's hardships and difficulties with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, ya Allah, grant the best solution with afiyat to every problem, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarakman, throughout the world, wherever Atikaf is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept it out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Allahu make it a means of us getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this is our greatest need, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we need you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. And make us yours, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever good Rasulullah, sallallahu wa sallam, begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wa sought refuge from, ya Allah, you bless us with that refuge as Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka seyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shirri musta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka seyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quweta illa billahi al-aliyyil-azim rabbana taqabbal minna in anta al-samiyu al-alim وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا يَا مَوْلَانَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ تَوَابُ الرَّحِيمِ وَصَلَى اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَىٰ خَيْرِ خَلْقِهِ سَيْدِنَا مُحَمَّدِ وَآلِهِ وَسَحَابِ الْمَعِيمِ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ